Hi, welcome to another episode of Build Time. I'm Tony Spiro, the CEO of Cosmic. In this episode, I'm going to be going over this article that I wrote yesterday titled Best Practices Using React Server Components with a Headless CMS. So let's dive into it. So since React Server Components came out, uh, it has uh, garnered a lot of praise, skepticism, as well as been the butt of uh, a few developer jokes namely uh, comparing this to PHP, which in all honesty, uh, I think has been quite a bit of an improvement to the, um, uh, the developer workflow when using uh, React frameworks such as Next.js. So in this article, I did mention that um, since Next.js uh, released React server components, um, it has made working with um, data fetching a lot easier. And I'll uh, show you exactly what that is like. So in um, the pages router way of fetching data, uh, we've got a, a few different examples of how to do that. Um, if you're uh, looking at you know what it's like on the documentation, um, we have a lot of different examples showing you how to use get static props, get static paths, get server side props. So um, it, it kind of had a lot of boilerplate code that you had to go through mainly because um, you were fetching data at build time. And I think this is sort of using that um, old Jamstack approach uh, of uh, fetching your data at build time and rendering it. Whereas um, rendering uh, content server side has really simplified that process. So if you go to the app router um, and we're fetching data from um, React server components, you'll notice that we don't need to do a lot of um, logic to render data. Uh, it simply uses this async function uh, at the top level of your component, uh, and then it allows you to use await uh, to fetch your, your content. So this could be from a database or it could be from a headless CMS in our instance. Uh, so um, this wasn't available prior to Next.js 13. So this is quite a, a big development, especially when um, we're considering developer experience and fetching data. And so that's kind of what um, I wanted to explore in this article was what, uh, what nice benefits have come about because of React server components and how they can be used with headless CMS to uh, build powerful applications. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, I want to just kind of take a step-by-step -step through the code examples. So let's start by uh, firing up a new uh, Next.js 14 application. So I'll go into my uh, terminal here and using bun create a new cosmic uh, demo application. So I'll go ahead and click yes and no to all the different things here. And uh, I've noted this in the article exactly uh, what to um, include and what not to include. Um, now let's go ahead and get into our application with these uh, commands. All right, so now I should have this uh, application running at localhost 3000. All right, now we have our Next.js application running and we can go ahead and uh, follow along into the next steps of this article. So we're gonna copy and paste this Tailwind UI example because I think this gives us a good idea of uh, a good starting point for when you're building out a modern website. Uh, this could be like the homepage of a new project that you're building. So let's go ahead and uh, copy this um, 
this UI code and selecting React, we'll go ahead and grab this code. Uh, and as you can see, you can also toggle to see the, um, the code uh, on this view as well. So let's go ahead and fire up a new code editor. All right, now that we have the code set up, let's go ahead and copy and paste our Tailwind example directly into this page and hit save. And uh, you'll notice that we did indicate in the article that uh, this will throw an error. So when this reloads, it'll say React Server Component Error. And this is because it's doing some state management. And so because that is not allowed in React Server Components, we'll have to remove that. So let's go ahead and add some of these other dependencies as well, for good measure. Uh, this global CSS file can be updated as well, so we can um, preserve some of the, um, the styles from Tailwind. Okay, let's find our global CSS. So we're commenting out just those, uh, those dark styles. Just for demonstration purposes, uh, since this doesn't have the um, use client directive at the top of this file, this will all render server side, right? If I did include use client here, it will render client side. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and break up our components into server and client side. Okay, so following along with this um, article, since we can't use uh, use state, right? This is what's happening in this Tailwind UI example. It's using use state to open and close this menu. We're going to have to separate this out. So let's take everything from the header. So let's create a new folder titled components. And then let's add a file header.tsx. So let's add everything from this header element into this file, export function header. And then we'll return our code. And we have to make sure to grab the um, functionality as well. So let's add our state logic for opening and closing that mobile menu as well as these other um, dependencies and functions. All right, so that should make that red line go away. Okay, so now that we've hit save, you'll notice uh, we don't have what we need here, which is to name this a client-side component. So let's go ahead and add to the top here, use client and that will tell Next.js to uh, render this client side. Alright, so now that we've done that, uh, we need to include this in our page. So let's import header from at components slash header. And then if I remember correctly, we had it right underneath that first element. And then we hit save. And there we go. 
All right, it's there now, and uh, as we can see, it does include this um, mobile menu. Great. So now that we've removed that um, server client clashing error, we can uh, keep going. So now that we have uh, our um, our separation of server side and client side components. Uh, there's something we need to keep in mind, which is we don't want to render the full navigation client side because that would negatively impact SEO. So I'm sure there may be some people who uh, will correct me about this and say, well, because uh, it does render uh, in the page itself, it shouldn't um, cause any SEO issues and it, on first render it should load fine. But in my opinion, if we're saying use client, I'm going to assume that it won't show at all uh, in our um, uh, in our server side rendering. So for SEO purposes, in my opinion, it's better to be safe and make sure that you're rendering everything at uh, build time uh, of the page. And so with that, uh, I'd like to separate this out between mobile navigation and uh, and that main um, main uh, uh, um, navigation as well. So to do that, we're going to separate this out into uh, the page as a React server component, the header as a React server component, and then this mobile nav as a client side component. So let's go ahead and do that. So creating a new folder here for mobile nav. <clears throat> okay, let's make the naming convention similar. Uh, and let's go ahead and uh, we'll copy and paste this over just to make things simple. And we'll say that um, this is our, so we'll go ahead and remove all of the logical things here. And we'll say that mobile nav will reside there because it's hidden on the large screen. Let's go ahead and add that here. And make sure to have this dialogue. This is our um, mobile menu, right? We'll add that here as well. We'll put it inside of a fragment. So now that we have everything together, we can hit save and this should function properly. We have our dialogue, mobile menu, all that good stuff. And then we can uh, begin to remove these other elements not needed. And also we can remove use client from our header server side component. Since that is, this is a server side component header and now this is a uh, client side component. This should work as expected. And then we've, uh, we've now used this mobile nav component to render right there. Let's go ahead and at this top of this page, import mobile nav from components, mobile nav, uh, Sure that that's proper. 
Mobile nav. All right. So that should be uh, exporting properly now that we've fixed the name. And let's reload this. And there we go. So now what do we have? We have a page server component. We have a header server component. And then we have our mobile client component. So that's how this is broken up now. In my opinion, it's a safe way to um, render your content, making sure that you're rendering the uh, server side data properly and also uh, maintaining that uh, client side functionality. All right, so let's go back into this article and you'll notice that we've now gone into the part where we start to add the cosmic power, which uh, in my opinion uh, makes this a compelling article for anyone that's looking to um, involve your team in managing the content on your website. And so uh, with that, uh, I've gone ahead and uh, created all of these models already. So go to cosmicjs.com and log into your dashboard. You can log in with Google. And this RSC demo has uh, the models already put together. So uh, to do this, you go to um, object types, create a new object type, and uh, it should walk you through exactly the modeling that you'll need. Um, I've already done that here in our uh, pages object type. So we have our headline, subheadline, and hero. And uh, a nice thing about this is that you can click into this uh, object that you've created and uh, click into developer tools and you'll see uh, instant access to code that you can copy and paste into your application. Uh, specifically for us, we're gonna be using this uh, SDK for JavaScript. Uh, so this article goes over how you can do that step-by-step uh, -step process of uh, installing Cosmic with bun. I'll go ahead and do that here. And then creating your um, configuration file at lib slash cosmic.ts. I'll go ahead and do that here. And to get our um, API access keys, you go to this link in the dashboard and you can just copy, paste, copy, paste. Hit save. All right, and then we go to the next steps. So in our app uh, slash page TSX file, go ahead and copy and paste this. Save. Refresh the page. And now we're powered by Cosmic. All right. But notice something happened. We lost our header. Okay, so let's go back into this. And uh, before we uh, move on to adding back the global header, um, the big takeaway with this, when you look at the um, the way that this is rendering the data, this is quite nice where we only have this single await cosmic objects, get your type, your slug, and uh, tell cosmic what to send down the pipeline, which is just the metadata. Um, no get server side props, no uh, get static paths, no nonsense, just get my data and render it. And if that makes this PHP, then I love PHP. 
So um, this is quite a big improvement um, with React Server components. You'll see like data being fed into these areas here uh, in the H1, as well as this subheadline, and then this image being rendered through as well. So a really basic example, um, but uh, a, a good example to start with just to understand the difference between um, the old way of using um, the pages router and then the new app router with uh, React server components. All right, so moving along here. Um, so now let's add our global header, which I think is important for us to note is that um, we want to make our header global. So it's not going to live inside of the page file. It's actually going to be pulled out a level into our layout file. Um, so let's go ahead and copy and paste this into our layout file. So that's located here in the app folder. Copy, paste. Notice that header is coming through uh, and being added uh, right into the, um, uh, the body tag. So after saving, you'll notice it pops right back. All right, and we do have our client side drawer as well. Next steps are adding uh, this um, dynamic data into the header. So what I've done here is I've created a new object type for navs. And you'll see that I've got a, uh, a header and a footer. So let's just look at the, the modeling. So we've created this repeating item for the links that we'll have um, on this application. Product, features, marketplace, company. These are all hard-coded right now, but um, in Cosmic, you can create a repeating model of those links. Um, and uh, this can be done by using uh, this repeater field just dragging and dropping that, right? We've already done that for our items. So now that we have our nav items, uh, we're just rendering text, uh, a link, and then also a, a switch tab to say that this uh, either opens in a new tab or uh, remains on the same tab. So going into our nav object for header, you'll see that we have about, product, features, marketplace, and then a link out, which opens in a new tab to uh, the Cosmic Contact page. All right, so let's add that into our uh, menu uh, to make that menu dynamic. So simple copy and paste from here as well, component slash header. So notice that before this was rendering from a simple array of, uh, of objects. Now we're going to power this by Cosmic. And um, now we have a React server component that uses this async header and it awaits uh, the nav objects, specifically the header. It's a find one method to get the header and then render the metadata, which is what we did with our, our meta fields, right? These are the meta fields. It renders out the metadata. So now going to this page, we see we have about, product, features, marketplace, contact us. These are all coming through from Cosmic. There's a little bug here because of the fact that we haven't yet made this mobile items, mobile nav uh, dynamic yet. So let's comment that out until we get to it. And so now, so now we have uh, links out to our different pages. 
Um, and then this contact us page actually opens up a new tab. Next up, let's go ahead and add our mobile nav to power content with Cosmic. And to do that, we go into our mobile nav file, paste that code, hit save. And then in our header file, notice we've commented this out. So let's uncomment it. And now notice that this data is actually coming through from the server side. So we're not actually pulling any content from the client side into the mobile nav. It's actually using the same code, the same data uh, to render into the client side component. Okay. Moving on. So now if we want to add more pages, we've added a new page for about. We'll need to add a new file into our code base, right? Create a new React server component page.tsx. So we create a new file here for about slash page.tsx. Paste our code. Notice this needs to say about. I can update this article for that. So now, same as the home page, it's an async function. It awaits the data from Cosmic. Find one page. Uh, uh, with slug about and then render our metadata. So we have our page metadata for headline, subheadline, as well as our hero. All right, so let's check this out. We go to about and now we have space is dope. All right, let's go on a spaceship ride. Okay, so that's how you render your React server component data, and you separate your client components. And that's how you use Cosmic as your content management system. Um, there's a few other examples here that goes over how to add uh, the links into uh, Cosmic so that you see you can also add additional links here. So I'll go ahead and show you how you can do that. So going into header, let's say we wanted to remove the product features marketplace links, those aren't ready yet. So let's save, refresh the page. All right, so now it's just about and contact us. And then you go back to the home page, and you notice that um, even on mobile, those links have changed there too, because that's rendering server side and then populating the, the data via props in the client component. Okay, so just to uh, go over everything, uh, React Server Components makes it really easy, uh, makes for a better developer experience to handle data for uh, using headless CMS. Um, we checked out how to do that with Cosmic. I showed you um, using React Server Components with uh, pages in Next.js using the async and await feature that's now available. Uh, it removes the need for any server-side props or get static paths. So it creates a much better, um, more enjoyable um, developer experience. Uh, I showed you how to separate between the header and page components, uh, where to set the React server components, where to set use client to make it a client side component. And, uh, and that's about it.
So uh, go to CosmicJS.com. Um, if you follow this banner, you can get to the blog uh, from the top menu. And you'll notice we do have this, uh, this article ready to go. So you can check it out, follow along. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see what you guys build. Thank you. Bye.